Welcome to the Heroes of Reality podcast, a podcast about the game of life and the hero's journey we all experience. Let's jump in with our host, Dylan Watkins, as he introduces today's guest. Welcome, young adventurers. Dylan here. And on today's podcast, I have Steve Nose from, from YouTube. He is an awesome human. Uh, he covers the latest and greatest in all things uh, VR and Oculus. And I thought we'd do a, a special live here and bring him in to the uh, Oculus VR Facebook group so he can answer any of your burning questions. If you uh, are going to keep them burning into yourself, me and Steve are just going to rap about the latest and greatest in Oculus, the 27 update, some of the new things they got going on, what excites us, what terrifies us, what do we love and hate about the Oculus Quest and all that fun stuff. So feel free to bring your questions and we can chat about this. And uh, without any further delay, I'd like to welcome my friend Steve Nose. Hello. What a brilliant introduction. <laughs> Said with such confidence. How can I compete against that? Oh, you're doing great, brother. Dude, I love all your, I love the content you put out there. I love the dates and so much about like the like getting in the VR space is like it moves so fast. So like keeping up to date with things mm. is like it's insane. So I, I appreciate the content you put out there, brother. And uh it's pretty great. Yeah, it does move rather rapidly. Especially you... since Oculus are hammering at it. They're like Facebook are really trying to push to get ahead of everyone. Dude, I would I was shocked to find out that twenty percent of all Facebook engineers are working on VR. So <laughs> isn't that crazy? That's isn't crazy. That that's a lot of that's a lot of and like what are they doing? So how many how many titles are they producing? So it's amazing. How do you how do you keep up with all the content that's out there? How do you stay in the know of stuff? Oh, it's it's tough. It's dead enough, but it helps when, because uh, I've been doing this for a while, so there are a few things that kind of help. I've obviously built up a massive list on Twitter of people mm -hmm. that are doing things. Twitter's a great way to get updated directly from sources. Uh, mm -hmm. I've also got uh, bots in the Discord that are scanning all these virtual reality outlets, and they're, they're, they're pulling in and notifying me anything that happens as soon as it happens. So that's handy. <laughs> Automation is key. That's the way to do it. You have your own, like, uh, you have your own bot journalist network that are just out there yeah. scaring, coming back with pins and paper, going, okay, check this out. This is cool, man. Let's get going. That's so cool. Actually, effectively, it's the same. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I think it's called Carl the bot. <laughs> Carl the bot. What it, so let me ask you a question. That, so, so what, like, How'd you end up getting into the in the whole ocular like into the whole VR space and, and then creating a channel and stuff? Like what what was the, the genesis of everything? Oh yeah, that's always a, a good burning question. I and mean, I wish there was some really epic story, some biopic that I've got to tell. But really it's, I've just had a passion for gaming my yeah. entire life. You can see behind me, I was obviously a, a console gamer, uh so been into games loads. And it was the PlayStation VR when that got announced. Um I previously tried the Gear VR, and I was one of those people that thought, oh, what is this gimmick? It's just, it's cool, but it's not really, it's not great. It's not the experience that I get from normally when I'm playing these games. And it was when PlayStation VR came out, and Resident Evil was supported, because that is like one of my all-time favorite franchises, Final Fantasy and Resident Evil. Um, they've got me, so I got that, and blown away. It was, uh, I, I, at that moment, everyone must who likes VR knows that the very first time you put on a set and had that experience of wonder it just blew my head but saying that um i kind of i kind of died off and fell off virtual reality after a while so about 2016 i was with the hype early 2017 
Um, and then I found the PSVR to be cumbersome, so I kind of didn't really dive in much after that. And it wasn't until mm. the Oculus Quest was announced um, that I started getting a bit more excited, and I thought yeah, I'd try it again. Yeah, so yeah. Let's get it. It's not that expensive. I think it was four hundred, which I suppose that's expensive. But in the grand scheme of things, when there's other headsets out there, were like a thousand pounds plus well, the gaming PC, it was cheap. Compare compare it to an iPad that's like a thousand dollars. Compare it to like yeah, everything exactly, yeah. else, you know. That's what. Um, yeah. And as soon as I put that on, the convenience of it, I was I was immediately sold. It was such a step up, even though the technology or the power behind the actual uh, the graphics, visuals, and the games wasn't what the PlayStation had. The, the convenience and the ease of use was there, and it's something that I've used every day since. And the, the, my channel, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm just running. Yeah, go, 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 go. I'm excited. My channel actually started out, it started out as Nintendo's Switch channel. I was doing oh, Nintendo really? games. Yeah, yeah, so that, that, that was what I initially started. Um, but then the Oculus Quest came out, um, oh. and that's where all my time was being invested. Normally, uh, to do a day job and YouTube, it's got to be something that I'm doing constantly all the time to keep up. So I just wasn't really touching the Nintendo anymore. Um, so I kind of changed courses. Well, I mean, the, the Switch is a beautiful uh, gaming system in and of itself. It, it is it is wonderful. I'm just waiting for them to have like a little VR headset plug-in that goes with the whole, the whole system. Um, but you're right. There's something about like when the Quest came out, it was like, it's here. It's like VR was kind of like a gimmick before then. And then you try it, you try out that quest and you're like, oh, oh, this is a real thing. Like, this is VR. This is what we wanted. It was like, it was good enough to be like, okay, you can make my dreams come true. I'll, I'll invest in you. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll back you and support you. Yeah. That's cool. What was your, you talked about a burning heart moment where you things get like skin in your brain. Can you talk to me about one or two of those moments that you had that like when you tried it, can you describe me just a little more detail about that burning experience that blow, blew your oh, mind? The, the first blow your mind experience it's it, it was it, it was playing playing resident evil because you had the, those the level yeah. of graphics that you wouldn't really have using your mobile phone and yeah. it, the mo i can i know the, the moment of the game the exact moment so it's when 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 you, you're in the house you just if, if anyone's played it you just yeah. cut the tape on the electricity box into the garage and you go into the garage the policeman is there who you think is going to assist you and then the guy comes up behind him with a shot and just takes his head off. And it was that <laughs> was the moment I was just like, ah, ah. <laughs> for life. Was, like, wow, this, wow, this is this is powerful. Horror in VR is so powerful. <laughs> Ultimate human betrayal, right there, man. You're like, he's my friend. We're gonna do this together. Just thunk. and that's like you're like VR. VR is a thing. There's something about VR that that it's so terrifying. Like it's like extra extra scary. I mean. I, I remember Resident Evil as a kid and being homesick and playing. I don't know if you remember the scene where like you're walking down the hallway and the two dogs jump in through the crash through the window and start to chase you. It was one of the original yeah. ones years ago. Scared the crap out of me. I and because of that moment and being so scared, I had to like turn the lights on, be like like no one was home kind of thing. And I was like, oh my god, this is terrifying. I did. I when I saw that for uh, uh, for uh, Oculus, I was like, nope. I'm just gonna. No. <laughs> I'm gonna go. No, thank you, sir. Yeah, I it's, I it's hard to play a horror mm -hmm. game in virtual reality. You get hot, you sweat, and you feel actually exa like genuinely exhausted yeah. after you've played something. What? <laughs> what do you? What do you tell people if you want someone to go get their mind blown, right? And they're new to VR, 
and you're gonna and you want to go you want to give them something they're like or something that they're gonna give their friends or they're, they're super new to it like what say go do this like you're like i know what i got you right what what, what would be your uh your gordon ramsay recommendation to them <laughs> the, the ramsay recommendation nice there's a well there's a few things because if they're new to vr then i can't really give them something that's going to be a bit off-putting or a bit complex um i i really like uh if someone was new and they can have a PC VR experience is I would let them play Robo Recall because it's quite a simple game. In fact, like you, you don't have to run around, do puzzles, you're just basically killing and destroying robots. But there's so much kind of nuance to it where you can grab them, pull heads off, arms off, split them in half, throw them at other bots, and the graphics were absolutely stunning. So I think as a newcomer to virtual reality, to see amazing graphics and uh, uh, decent interactions would be Robo Recall. Robo I wouldn't do it if, if someone was playing the quest. I wouldn't tell them to go play Robo Recall though, because it looks yeah. awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't the best port. I feel like a I feel like a large angry man child playing Robo Recall because you can pick up the robots and like you're like I don't like you. It's like from Toy Story, you just start ripping off the legs and the yeah, arms. Yeah, like, no, get out of here! Throwing a tantrum in your bedroom, yeah. ripping legs off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel you feel like the mean kid that that, that uh the mean kid that's messing with all the uh, little dolls at home. So, but you're right. That is super fun. That is uh and the, and the, and their little quips that they make when you shoot them and and, and things like that. They've, it's got like enough person. It's that combination of like personality, like really fun and funny, but also highly destructive and cool. Like it's a good, yeah, it's a good kind a, of portal. They got vibe. A good art, art style on that game. Yeah, for sure. I really uh, do enjoy that. That was a good moment. That was that was like the first piece. DVR title I played uh, <laughs> blew me away. What about? I think mean, that's probably what, what about, I say. It. That same that I remember it too. It was super fun. Like, and, the, and you see the scores. You're competing with people. It, it's a, it's a cleanly done game. But what would you say in terms of like a quest game? What quest titles out there right now do you think would be? Oh, it's a tough <laughs> one. They're new. I'm just going to say games that I love. I, I, I and and something about virtual reality which normal games don't provide is that sense of presence when you're playing a vr game with friends a multiplayer game and you see them next to you waving you're chatting it's there's nothing like it so i would say i like hyper dash or population one would be the games i'll get them to try because if they're new as well to virtual reality those kind of experiences they're probably familiar with probably played fortnite probably played call of duty so they're going to understand what they're doing yeah yeah Um, but it's simple enough where they can just pick up and play yeah, and then and uh, Hyperdash just became it just became public, right? It was in the App Lab, right? Or is that? Oh is yeah, that it, was on, no, it, was on, it was on SideQuest in Alpha for oh, yeah. a very very long time. But yeah, it just recently hit the official store. Oh, just the official store. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I hit the official store. Yeah, I, I think I bought the official one because I was playing the pre-alpha one as well. And so for people that don't know, um, and they can hear, uh, Population One is a uh, is a, a large scale. It's very popular uh, VR in the actual Quest store. Style so, uh, teams of three go off into this large yeah. style, kind of like PUBG, get dropped down, do battles. Yeah. Last last team a trio surviving, uh, uh, you know, lives to have another day and carries on. Um, Hyper Dash is kind of like a red versus blue Halo style game where you can jump on these moving tracks that will uh, carry you across, almost like a like a literal rail shooter. Um, that will bring you in, and you can now shoot things, uh, shoot other team members, and it's kind of like a team fortressy kind of uh, um, shooting style game. I don't know if I if that, and I, and I know I played on side quest, but yeah, now it's in the store. 
Um, how, how else would you describe those games to people? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, population one, a battle royale. You get dumped in the map and you've got to be the last team standing. That's, uh, I don't know how else mm. to put it. If, I know people think Fortnite because there's a building aspect to it, but the building aspect's really for defense rather than having those crazy towers that you build up and have a tactical advantage. Um, and hyper yeah. dash, a fast-paced, rail-grinding, dashing uh, robot <laughs> <laughs> uh, team death match or sort of some type of game. I don't know. It's just an FPS. It's an FPS, but it's just done really well and clean. Yeah. It's yeah. It's fast. It's it's cool because the speed of the game is really good and uh, and it, yeah, it feels really great. So those two those two are amazing experiences. What about in, in terms of like? Oh, well, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. So we have some new things that are coming out right now. Um, with the uh, uh, update 27 uh, right now for the, the Oculus Quest that just came out. Bunch of new updates, some some yep. changes and things. What um, do you want to just kind of like, we can talk about a couple of things um, on the highlights. Um, uh, anybody that's watching, uh, you made a great video and just recently released it um, about that and and the, the APK that Basti made and being able to being able to actually unlock some of these features. Do you want to talk just a little bit about it just so people know about what some of the latest and greatest that came out with that v27 yes yeah of course so so uh, um uh, there's been a new update for seven it didn't contain many changes but there seems to be uh, in development content that's in there that's not available to you if you just put on the headset um, and have a fiddle but someone called basti 564 he's got a github account has created an apk file which allows you to access some of those in development so you'll sideload the apk just use side quest drag and drop it's super easy um, and then you'd go through this list there's just all these features it's things like the notification feature the pass-through feature the guardian feature things you'll be familiar with but there's some cheeky ones in there and the one that i really really enjoyed was the portal so the portal is this feature which allows you to it's create this plane in vr so it's a, it's a flat two-dimensional plane that you create um i did my desk and it allows you to decreate that area as a pass-through filter so if you put a plane down in front of you and you're at your desk you'll be able to see your keyboard your mouse uh any beverage that you've got perhaps um, and then you can actually use the quest to work in virtual reality you can even use it perhaps if you've got something sent you don't want to damage and hit perhaps your tv <laughs> or, or, or. <laughs> Or your partner's next to you sitting on the sofa, you can mark that to make sure you don't hit them. Uh, but we but we think that feature is going to be something for for infinite office. That's mm. the that's the uh, that's the guess or the rumors. The guess. Super interesting. Yeah, being able that is one of the hard things with being in VR is there's sensitive things that you tend to whack, uh, especially playing more. <laughs> uh, unpredictable games, you know, yes. like ones that Echo have like, diamonds is hell. For that, because you're like, you want to try grab the yeah. and you're like, oh, what have I done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so funny playing with somebody, and then in the background, you hear like a whack. And really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every game there's someone doing. Ah, oh, like, you okay, it's man? It's so funny. Oh, that's a that's yeah. a good that's a good one, man. The uh, so that pass through camera, that pass through camera sounds super dope. So I haven't I haven't had the update yet. But I know what you can turn on the you can turn on the camera. So if you look down, you can see your computer, your drink, your station, and it'll be persistent. So if I look around, I walk around, I come back. It's always going to be at that one spot, that one location, which yes. it's it's great. That's a great feature set um, to be able to have. The um, 
The other one was intrusion detection. So if people walk in your environment, then you can get that. I, I haven't tried that out yet. Have you tried having somebody? No, no, no. Walk I haven't tried your... it out. There was it was an instructional video that was within the code. So it mm. was telling you about um, features that it would have and what you'd get. So you'd be able to tell from three meters in front of you if someone was walking into your play space. It won't be able to pick up things that are smaller than your remote or your hand. But I don't know how small things are going to be. I'd have to test it once that's out. But um, I did a funny little sketch of your friends trying to scare you <laughs> and then you're like oh i know you're there but i'm gonna pretend i don't see you and then just give them away <laughs> <laughs> sorry I didn't yeah. tell you. Yeah. my bad <laughs> you do like blind man <laughs> <conference. laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly like that uh, awesome, some payback yeah. for all those years people have been trying to jump scare us off with playing it's so brutal, man. I always say you have a responsibility. If you are putting people in virtual reality, you you are you are. It is a very fragile, safe environment to put people through, and you really want to like be kind. Otherwise, it uh, it can go. Yeah. It's it's rude. It's just rude, especially if they're like what I call reality stacking, where they maybe they're on something while they're in something, you know, in VR. So like you want to like be kosher of their environment. Um, yeah. What do you think in terms of so there's some awesome updates. We are having some we're having some bandwidth issues in terms of well one the the we have a little your audio is coming in great just to let you know your video is a little a little laggy but I can hear you great just a FYI oh, on that sure. but yeah but I can hear you fine though so which is great I'll take that um but one I thing can't just win. That, I use my Wi Fi it's even worse than this <laughs> oh. it's, it's, it's all good. we're we're across seas right we're quite far away so there's probably some. Yeah. Problems. Which I find to be shocking that there's there's like a large somewhere underground underwater there is a large internet like cable running. Which I find to be ridiculous to think that someone ran a cable underneath the ocean across the people. So I'm just like, I I, I find to be like it's stranger than than real. It just seems fake. But uh, but in terms of connection, Oculus, they said that there's the Steam Link cable, uh, the Steam Link cable, the Link cable that connects the Quest headset to the computer. And there, and some people are experiencing possibly some weird issues with it being throttled or having some sort of things. Do you think, do you think that is intentional or unintentional by Oculus, or what do you? Seems to be a thing. I, I don't know. I don't know what could be causing the problem, but I, I've definitely had this myself. Because when I got the cable, um, I like, sweet, this is epic. I don't know how good this is compared to my third-party ones. So I did the the connection test, and I got two point seven gigabits per second. So when I did, um after the next update, it was only 1.5. And then I tied the time chart of the day as well, and it was still 1.6, 1.5. So I don't really, that's still more than enough though, to think, but it's just quite strange yeah. that that's happened. And I'm not the only one that's they, um, reporting this. I wonder if they're passing through like extra data that you can't see, like they're using like three or four extra lanes for like analytical purposes or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, it could I don't, be, I don't... yeah, maybe they want. Maybe they want data. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe. Maybe. maybe I'm, just, I'm just curious. I, I have no idea. I just wondering, have you seen or have you tested anything on virtual desktop to see if there's any degradation with doing Wi-Fi at all? The, the I, wireless. Yeah, I've been using that. Um, I no, I've not had people haven't reported it. Um, I've not had the virtual desktop problem. No wireless problem solution. No issues at all. I was using it today. Uh, cool. Perfect. Okay. Well, it's even better. I mean, you don't even really once you get to the wireless desktop, it's like. Why ever use a cord? Um, you know, if you have <laughs> it, is, it is exactly like what. So I, I got a, a dedicated router that I just plugged into the back of my computer, so like no one in the house is internet or Wi-Fi is 
was using that box. So I got the most perfect wireless connection. And that was like 40 pounds instead of 80 for the cable. Just why would, why would you go wired? If you can have your own dedicated, I know I also got my own router too. Cause I was like, look, I just, I just need a clean pipe from A to B um, because you can, you're so free. It's like, it's, it's, it's one of those ones. It's like when they, it's like when they all of a sudden did, uh, you know, they flipped the switch and all of a sudden you had hand tracking. You're like, what? Hands? Just by updating? It's like Elon Musk updating his cars and now you can like autopilot. You're just like, what else can they update? So uh, I'm excited. Like, what, what are you excited for? Like, what about, like, what's the things that haven't come out yet that you're like, I really want this thing to be here, but it's not here yet. And I'm still upset about this. Is there, is there anything that's like top of mind yes. for you on that? Yes, I want uh, HTC to release a standalone headset and Valve to release <laughs> a new PC VR headset. I need it. But because I want features such as like um, increased, FO, increased FOV is like probably the top of my list of what I want. Because uh, it's something that bothers me about the OS. The mm. refresh rate, uh, I'm not too fussed about as long as it doesn't go back to 72, 90. I'm, I'm kind of happy with 90. Um, if I have to choose i'll yeah. go for fov with eye tracking and dynamic foveated rendering and things like that so you can squeeze a bit more out with the uh, standard devices yep yep that's really good that would be so um so yeah the eye tracking would be huge because when you can start to do that there's some crazy amount of like like cr cr almost creepy like you're in the game you know kind of thing because they can tell what you're looking yeah, at and what you're you doing dead eyes at the moment or characters. Yeah. This is a yeah, there's, there's like like this yeah Hello, sir. Welcome. <laughs> please, please sign your soul here. Yeah, it's no. Sorry, something. I just remembered something. I can't remember yeah. who did it. They posted a video, uh, uh, something like three D brains or something, where they had. I don't. That's no, probably wrong. But they had integrated. <laughs> they had integrated AI into non-playable characters. So they were walking in the street, and if you were in VR, and you were able to speak to them with natural language and get certain responses that were involved with the game. That sounds like such a good advancement if you create an open world game like gta things for us yeah <laughs> and you had that feature Dude. you just go up to random people like where's the shop and they're like oh yes okay. that would be insane that would be nuts yeah but I mean, that, that i mean that's straight like um like sword art online kind of like bringing you into the matrix type of thing when you can have full-on conversations with npcs and things and like just talk to them that would be crazy. But the eye tracking too, especially like if you like look away or whatever, then and they respond to like the way that your eyes are gazing, you know, like that. Oh yeah. What yeah. They, yeah. It's like it's some sort of like interrogation scene. Uh, you know, they, they, they're like, I can tell you're lying by your pupils. Stare off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's so, that's so fun. Oh my God. There was a, there was a thing back. I don't remember the, I don't remember. It was like, it was a VR girlfriend. I think it was on steam or something. <laughs> There was like, there was one that was like creepily weird, and you'd do all these like dates with her. Like you'd go and you'd throw darts against a dartboard with her, and you'd have like these like rock paper scissor games, and she was like hyper realistic, and it was really weird because she was like this like like cute cute, wow. and the the physics were real. Let's just say a lot of the physics were real, um, in different in different ways and shapes and forms that you'd think. And at the very end, like you go on your last date. And she goes to leave and she runs up to give you a hug. And like every person would put their arms around her and like give her a hug. And I was just like, oh, wow, I'm sad that she's leaving. That's really interesting. <laughs> and I was like, uh-oh. I'm like, if this thing had like a thousand more dates, I might actually That's see so why you, you don't need, not no need. Some DLC like, for you to go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> theme park. More date times. 
Still, yeah. <laughs> can, can I have a, can I have the robot bring me a beer? Yeah, I know. There was there was all these dates. Like you do things where you spoon food into the, your mouth, right? And like there was it was a really interesting. I can't remember. It was like VR girlfriend, but the art, the, the graphics were so real. Like it was like, oh, uh oh, this is getting this is getting good. So if you did the eye tracking and you had like a lot of the other things going on, I could see. Um, it, so get, it gets funny. Have you had? Have, okay, so so you talk about these um, pieces. Have you ever had spooky things where like it would like VR felt too real to you? Have you things where you felt like you're lost in the matrix? Was there anything, any moments in the in doing any of these like social VR things where you're like it got a little too real, a little too meta? Was there anything that you can think of? No, I don't. No, I don't really think I've really had that. I, I think right. I've, I've been playing for so long that I've probably become a bit desensitized to to a lot of mm. the experiences. I'm aware that this is. A, actually happening uh yeah. i what can i see i think maybe i probably had a little inkling of that experience when i first got the b haptics gear i can't remember what i dived in but you can i was able to feel like getting shot and that was blowing my mind that was like kind of throwing me off i was having little like oh moments <laughs> Dude. But, but nothing crazy no i don't think the, te the yeah. text not really that there yet i don't think yeah well, yeah, it, it's it's not it's not super uh, the 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 right up there like right now it's just not like hyper realistic. But there are things where you can go in like that are deeper experiences. Like that's like warehouse VR, right? Where you have like a like a void style like backpack and you're walking around. You have like wind being blown in your face. Like where you lose yourself a bit in that moment. Um, but it's nothing. I've not tried nothing... void. Yeah, um, they they seem really cool. Yeah. They they've got some great setups. They've used some franchises for some of their experiences. I've not tried it annoyingly. Well, we haven't gotten that well because right now vr is at that low-hanging like fruit where it's like you know it's two or three hundred three hundred bucks right now um for like a quest 2 which is great which is crazy it's so nuts dude the uh yeah and and you look at what's coming and it was like what a year two years it went from being four hundred dollars to three hundred dollars to like two times or three times as powerful and so yeah they did eye tracking with that and a lot of people are commenting right now andy's talking about eye tracking going it must be on top of facebook priorities but hell yeah my my i'd sell my soul <laughs> for eye tracking andy i think facebook could help you with that I, they probably need some testers over in the facebook reality labs if you want to go check that out they're probably like they're like look we're just gonna put we're gonna just put small little holes in your skull, and we're just gonna put a just we we're, we got to keep up with Neuralink, and we want to make sure that you, you just have to have a Facebook login to log into your brain and be able to download instantly those things. No, uh, and then Catherine said the same thing. Eye tracking should be really uh, should be able to improve the, the VR performance a lot for sure. Like with the foveated rendering, where you're looking. Where you're looking with those things, you can foveate render, which foveated rendering means that you in, in the in the dead center area you can see super clear, and then on the outside it's a very blurry because technically that's how we see with our eyes. So if we if you look up, it would be clear up there, and then everything around would be blurry, but you wouldn't really notice that because it could track where your eyes is, which allows you to do more performance in the foveated center area, right? And so that's that's part of the eye tracking for people that don't know. Um, but yeah, what do you yeah. have you so have you done any eye tracking experiences before yet? Have you have you No. I've not done any eye no. tracking experiences. No, no, no. unfortunately not. There was... I, I want something else I'm looking forward to though as well as eye mm. tracking is the virofocal lenses, ones that can they'd be like crystal so they can change oh, the Oh uh, yeah, the like the depth like your focus depth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So because that's something in the no, no, I look something up close and it's all blurry. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to change the game massively. Even though it's, it's something so small, 
it's we're going to be able to experience these virtual worlds in a much more uh, natural way that we see the real world in. And I think that's going to make yeah. a lot of a difference. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, man. The um, I had an experience once where I got to try out the eye tracking at this one event. Um, I actually uh, I built an application for NVIDIA um, for uh, we were doing this like thing where uh, they're like showing all this like industrial size package. Uh, it was back in the day uh, where it was basically four P5000s that we had to build as like a graphics card system to be able to run like four instances of the Vive at the same time. It was big, it was ridiculous and I had to do it. I had to reset the BIOS, if you know, by 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 hot wiring, by hitting the circuit and like resetting the whole thing because it was broken. Anyways, moral story, I was at this conference and I got to try the eye tracking with Toby and the uh, Toby eye tracking, I got to be Cyclops. And what happened was I was standing on top of a roof and these like th like these these like uh, flying like um, kind of like drones popped up in the air, and when I looked at one lightning bolt or fire uh, the the cyclops beam would shoot out of my eyes and I'd blow them up, and it was like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is great. So that, to me, that was my only experience I had with it, but it was super fun. Um, but again, you know, big bulky yeah. headset, plugged in at a conference. So I'm sure they'll they'll make it for that like like what do you, they're working on Oculus uh, Quest three and Quest four right now aren't they is that I've yeah, heard to be, uh, to be fair uh, to be expected as well because mm -hmm. they've released the second right they got they should be working on what's the next iteration look like and what does the one after yeah. what does the one after look like as well so and and how far that they're pushing out new features uh, I'm not yeah. surprised oh. that that they'll be doing that it's probably not going to be that long until we see a next Quest as well like next year yeah. maybe even the end of this year. <laughs> so it's really you, take over it's i mean it's crazy because like quest one is good right but it's so funny we're like we're yeah. so like now they bought quest two i was like oh quest one you're pff, you're terrible i can't believe you i quit i'm so quick to hate the old tech even though i appreciated it like six months before that like it's so funny like and i'm sure at some point quest three is gonna come out I'm like quest two you suck get out of here i don't want anything to do with you non-eye tracking silliness um but like like what about what what eye tracking do you want to have um what eye tracking do you want like what features do you want to have with the eye tracking what would you want to do with it can you talk about any feature sets or things like the oculus like uh cyclops vision or anything else that would like you'd like to see in titles yeah. coming up yeah of course I've, well the th first thing is these, these face these eye tracking this feature i'm hoping and that also integrates some extra to allow us to see facial expressions. That would be mm. epic. Body language, was it? Body language is like eighty percent of how we understand people and gain context. And so I would love to have facial expressions. I'd also like to see gaze control. So you know, hands free, no remotes. Oh. And you can just select apps. Well, I want that. I want, I want to watch that. You can just move your eyes around oh, to scan through Netflix. Just like. Just Dude. features like that that allow me to be lazy, so I can just lie in bed. Did, <laughs> really... Can I will? Can I will the Postmate guy to put the food in my mouth? Can I? <laughs> you know, like, but like, <laughs> no man. Did you hear about? <laughs> I'll tip extra. Uh, like, no man. Like, uh, did you hear about the um um uh Mark Zuckerberg? He's got this um wrist strap thingy that he's coming out with augmented reality. And it was some, I think, control labs or something that had smart swiping. Yes. Where you, yes. Could you talk? Okay. So I, I want to talk a little bit about that. 
And then uh, Casper asked, has anybody tried the version of Vive Pro Eyes, the one with the eye tracking built in? I haven't tried it. I've heard about right. it. I've got some buddies who use it. It's more enterprise edition kind of stuff um, where they can do it for like military or enterprise applications. But I haven't, I haven't done it yet, uh, Casper. But if anybody's got any questions um, and wants to know, um, uh, I, uh, Steve here uh, uh, probably has spent as much time in, in VR as anybody. And so if you feel free to throw them in the group, any questions, uh, he'll answer any question you have. It doesn't matter how technical or complex <laughs> or hard. He knows wow. all of Mark Zuckerberg's secrets. So please throw yeah. them this way. No, no, I'm not I'm just, just setting you up for this one. No, but if you always have any questions, please ask them. We can, we, we'll, we'll do our best to answer them. Um, but to, uh, to, to, to bring it back a little bit, um, you heard about the wrist strap that they're talking about with Facebook Reality Labs with the smart swiping technology. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and what you're talking about with gaze tracking and how you could see that all working together? Oh, that's kind of scary. It's a control lab. was a company that existed before Facebook developing this technology already. Um, and then Facebook acquired them. And then now I guess they're adopting what they've been working on for yeah. virtual reality. I'm, try I'm trying to remember what was going on because I, I believe it was the wrist device that was picking up on some your like nerve endings firing or something and it can interpret or predict your intention the your what you're intending to do whether it's wipe a pinch um and then be able to turn that into an action that you see but yeah actually which, so, which is, is nuts it just sounds mental it's it's like one of those things. It's like you can like if you had this the strap on your wrist, you would you would it would it would do predictive smart swipes and predictive smart cl uh, clicks. So in your mind, if you looked if I looked at that button and in my mind I mentally go, okay, I want to click my hand. It would click or supposedly this is this is the, my personal interpretation. I don't know if it's right or not. So then if you with your hand, you would think, oh, you, your hand would think about swiping. It would swipe. You think about clicking, it'd be clicking. So technically you'd be so lazy. You wouldn't even have to move your hand for it to work. You just think about it supposedly. And I don't know if that's true or not, but that's kind of what we're talking about for anybody that doesn't know is a smart click wrist strap biofeedback device that read your nerve endings, right? So, so with that being said, and with eye tracking, <laughs> And with whatever types of like, you know, possible futuristic suppositories that that Facebook has in the future, like what what could you see? What could you see as 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 things that you could use this for? What would you like to see it used for? Wow! Oh, wow. <laughs> I, you talking about all of these features? It reminds me. I don't know if anyone if anyone has seen it or remember it. It's the film Wally and all the human are in the future just in these chairs yes, and all yes. they do is just watch tv that's what that's what i'm imagining it's just that we're, we're not yeah. far off we're just around the corner for that um yeah as, as well as application, though, i i don't want i don't, I don't really want to see it being used to, to the, 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 that risk country in my in my games virtual reality is like mm. a physical medium i don't want no, no, i'm playing vr because i want to actually embody the, the character um, and physically do things. So if, if if they were started where I just I just lied there, um, I don't know really, really know I'd enjoy that. I'd like to see it in things perhaps as more productivity apps. They were saying you could potentially type a keyboard that doesn't exist. Stay away from the games. Um, it sounds interesting for productivity and and business and perhaps uh, some unique VR sense. experiences. But I don't want to see it in my game. That's anyway. That's my take. I'd... Yeah. I could see that. I, that makes a lot of sense. The only way I, I could imagine doing it, well, yeah, it's almost like um, <laughs> uh, I, I expect you to die, 
You remember I Expect You to Die, that game? Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, I know. yeah, of course, no, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I like, recently, that actually, thing... I've got, oh. got these gloves that you wear. They're from Sensory X. I'm working on a video with them. So, they're these, these gloves that have this wrist module on them, um, and it's perfect hand tracking. And that's one of the games that's supported. So, I've been playing it, like, without the controllers. It's pretty mad. Oh, that's cool. It's, it's, it's what we always wanted the, um, the, uh, uh, the Oculus, uh, the Nintendo glove to be you know <laughs> the power what, glove the power glove right <laughs> i remember that and i got dungeons and dragons i'm like i'm gonna try punching in dungeons and dragons but this is how you punched and kicked in dungeons and dragons yeah. i was like that's that's not what i want at all um but i was thinking with the smart click device is if you played like um because i had jesse shell on the podcast but like if you had that like i expect you to die like you could think of like telepathy uh like uh telepathy like you'd be like pick up object, move over here, go and drop it down. Like if you could technically go and reach Ooh. that and grab it, move it over here and then like go of it, then then That's you could mind like, you're like, no, Jedi mind power. Wow. You know, if we've got some, be... some X-Men spinoff, and I can, yeah. use it, I can just use my telekinesis and thoughts to move stuff. That, that would be yeah. different. That's yeah, that, a good that, idea. You have like the arrow from the one dude from like the Avengers who whistles and he like the arrow listens oh, to yeah, him when yeah. he whistles. I'm Mary yeah. Poppins, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dope. Okay. That one. By the way, Andy, uh, one of uh, uh, gentlemen from the group says, I remember the fake eye tracking in Facebook spaces discontinued where everyone was creepily watching you from the corner of their eyes. It was very creepy. <laughs> Is this where it wasn't like eye tracking, but it, as in the sense it was tracking your eyes, it was eye tracking the, the eyes of other follow you is that what he's yeah preferring to yeah i think it was like this like like you did this and like and like things would walk yeah, in the scene everyone it looked like one of those things from like a haunted movie like that like that like the the paintings that would follow you <laughs> so creepy that's so creepy you're right there um, i call it tracking that, that meme i love that <laughs> what well, especially the, one of the challenges with like having this thing is like if you try to make them look super real, right? Super real humans. There's that trough to disillusionment where it's like super creepy and they look all plastically and they're like, and you're like, and your brain's like, I know you're not a real human. Quit trying to trick me because it's creepy as hell. And I think yeah. that eye tracking thing is the same way. You get this like, like it's like, Ugh. oh, John said, yes, I want a power glove since I saw the wizard with Fred Savage. Oh my God, the wizard with Fred Savage. Do you remember that movie? I don't know if you're. I don't know if your age range for that. There's a, the I was old movie where they they did the promo release in the movie of an unannounced game, which was Super Mario Brothers three, where they showed the secret whistle hidden in the dungeon, and that was one of the things where they actually did a a actual Easter egg release inside Wizards the movie, where they could actually they're playing the 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 um. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 and then you'd fly above the dungeon and then you would land in the bottom and you'd blow the, the and you'd go whistle away which was um, old school style sorry just a hardcore <laughs> flashback a bit of nostalgia there. yeah that's brilliant I've sorry been, I just got I've excited I've not seen it oh, okay. looking up here but yeah it's, really, a, it's okay it's, it's like the ch childhood things I don't know if you ever like if you ever like uh, if you read Ready Player One or Ready Player Two or if you liked any of those types uh, yes I did yes I have is there on um, um, one and two um, one and two, yes. Uh, awesome. Read, so they're probably. Of course. So, how could I stop? <laughs> I just, just hey, same page. So we got this spoilers, spoilers for anybody that's listening. Spoilers for Ready Player One or Ready Player Two. If you haven't read Ready Player One, uh, uh, 
go for it. Um, it's awesome. It's an epic story. <laughs> wait, um, wait, wait, wait. And then, no, just just watch the film now. It's out. Yeah, well, yeah you, you have to read the, two, but you can watch the film for one. It's it's a very snobby comment I'm gonna make, but it but the books are better and they're they're really awesome. It, it, of course, it's the classic. It's the classic. But the thing about movies and everyone shares the same vision of Ready Player One. When you read the book, it's your own interpretation. Yes. Yes, you're right. And it is be- it's it's so so Ready Player Two, they talk about a future world spoilers of yeah, spoiler. they talk about what do you let me ask you a question. What do you what do you like about Ready Player Two? What do you see in the hopes for the future of that? Are there any takeaways from Ready Player Two that you want to see as actual things that they get created and all that fun stuff? Um, yeah, there the was something so sick in the book that I wanted. So yeah. no spoilers. You already know there's that ONI ONI headset which is reading your your brain, yeah. brain the brain interface. Uh, yeah. But some of the rich kids, they you know they need to protect themselves whilst they're in in this kind of sleep like state because they're using this new VR headset. I want one of those like coffin beds to lock <laughs> you in when you're playing VR. That's what I want. And if anyone tries breaking in, it's gonna wreck them as well. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I Gatlin guns. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, it's been a while since it. Um, it at Christmas. It's too much. But that I, um, I want that. <laughs> yeah, I forgot the name of it because there's. It was almost like that. The the T one thousand thing from uh, um uh, from RoboCop that you'd in. It was almost like it's a sarcophagus with almost like a Gatlin gun on it because it could move with legs and things. I don't. I don't remember the name of it either. Um, but it was um. But like, I feel like whoever's gonna. I think Japan's gonna come out with that one first. By the way. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely, uh, doesn't it? It's like oh, it's it's like a like I don't know if you know the Predator throne. I think it's it's this chair that they've got where it's mechanical. It closes you in. Three monitors come down. If you've not seen it, you need to look it up. You're gonna want one immediately. It's this the most crazy PC gaming setup you've ever seen. Um, <laughs> it's, it's called a, is it called a Predator what? Thrown off? Uh, thrown off. I think it's called Predator thrown off. Okay. Okay. I'll 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 look at I'll look at I'll look it up for sure. I want to see. We can take line. You'll you'll want to see it. You'll definitely want to see it. And something I'll look it up. I'd like. Yeah. Is they've got that 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 the ability to feel other people's emotions and you'd be able to play back other people's experiences. That sounds something that. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You, you could take an instant, you could take an instant snapshot of someone things and you could be able to do that. Um, by the way, John, thank you for doing that. Ed two oh nine is what I was thinking of from a Terminator. Not sorry, Terminator. Sorry, uh, Robocop. Robocop. Oh. Ed two oh nine. It's basically it. a coffin with a Gatling Cold gun. Down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. You don't want that. You don't want to live on the second floor and have that as a as a as a get around device. You know. But if you if you had that, that would be so. If you because you're, you're right, one of the biggest things that's terrifying about VR is you're completely vulnerable, and so that's why the intrusion detection was super dope. Is knowing when people come in your environment because you're in a very sensitive place, you're in another reality. So having a way to be able to like be protected and safe and alerted, and especially if you know like a, a robot guard dog, essentially <laughs> that would like that fire bullets from his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Robot guard dog. It's no, I, was, I want a robot guard dog like this above the detrusion detector that barks, then shoots out lasers and darts and hits you. Personally, it's just lasers a small you request with your eyes. Yeah. Freaking sharks with laser beams on their heads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. So yeah, ten seconds to comply, please. Thanks, Casper, for sure. Um, so okay, so that thing would be incredible. And you're right, being able to do that sensory input where you could actually share 
experiences with each other. There was a chick, and I don't know if you actually knew about her. I think her name was Mary Lou. Um, and so at one night, I was uh, it was Reddit. I'll tell you a quick little short story. And it was 3 a.m. and I was on I was on an Oculus subreddit as you sometimes want to do trolling the internet at three in the morning. And I saw this I saw this comment that said this chick, uh, ex Facebook head of research, creates AR VR telepathy. And I was just like, hold on a second, I want to go check that out. So I watched this yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. It is so. I was like, okay. And so I went and dialed in and this chick was super smart. So smart that I, I like, she started doing like speed of light calculations. I guess she helped and created the hologram back in like 20 years ago or, or, or something like, I don't know, super smart girl. And I'm like, oh, she's so smart. I don't know if she's telling the truth. So I sent it to my three smartest friends and go, okay, I'm too dumb to know what she's saying is technically true. Is this real? And all three of them were like, yes, this is totally true. And what she did, she was in the Oculus Facebook reality labs and she was in the head, head of research. And she said there was a $50,000-ish, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, headset that you could do toggleable AR, VR. And then inside the top of the headset, um, the, the, on your phone, you have these cameras, these little camera sensors, right? They had an array of cameras inside the headset that could actually look at your blood flow. And it was like a micro-functional MRI machine. And so it could basically do, and it could basically scan your the brain the brain flows with this headset on. And she goes, "Well, what happens if you if you can have a VR headset that's an MRI machine that over time can go from seeing, oh, I can kind of do what see what's going on, to I can predict what you're going to say and do even before you're going to do it. To where if I thought of a, a a thought like, "Hey, yo, bro, what's up? Steve knows I could think it. It would translate it and it would send it to you." And then it would translate that into audio and then say, hey, Dylan says, what's up? Just by thought. Just by thought. And they had a function where she left and she opened up a thing called like the Blue Open Water Group or something like that, Mary Lou. But she was a part of Facebook a couple of years ago working on this tech. And so what happens when you have something like that and you're talking about wanting to be able to save experiences? Like what if you scared the crap out of me? And like, like by pushing me in VR, and I save that as like a some sort of memory, and I could send that to you. Like, <laughs> that's there's that's amazing. It'll be no longer flicking through your Facebook photos or videos. It'll be your real experiences, yeah. real emotions. But that's nuts. That's also I'm scary. Not, I'm not I'm not sure how I feel about a company, you know, with their history with that kind of power. <sighs> Could you imagine like you like, oh, I want <laughs> Dylan's most terrified times. And you're like, oh, you realize that Dylan is terrified by horror movies when the guy gets hit with a shovel in the back of the head and gets decapitated right in front of you. <laughs> and it, it like, oh, let's let's show that to him during this Super Bowl commercial because we know that's going to get his attention. <laughs> it's interesting. Wow. It's, it's it's interesting, right? It's deep, deep down the rabbit hole. Well, let me ask you a question since we're already here in this uh, uh, dystopian era. What at what point do you get on the 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 Elon Musk Neuralink? At what point do you let that thing plug into your brain? Let me ask you that question. Oh, <laughs> that's a great. I don't know what point when someone else has been the guinea pig. Maybe it's <laughs> <laughs> trending. How, I, how many Elon Musk O and I headsets have to go out for you to? Uh... <laughs> he released an O and I headset. I'd probably be a day one supporter. <laughs> to be honest, I'd be on it. I'd do it. He's like, look, day one. We just make we just make a small little incision, 
And the thing is, we're just going to take up about 10% of your mental processing to make sure to figure out how we can go to Mars. So we're just going to use that in the background. Don't mind that. Oh. We're just going <laughs> to... I'm just going to use a bit of brain for data mining. See, but we're going to ha we're going to hash the network. So if you do discover something, we'll, we're going to give you credit. So you'll, you'll get some Elon bucks and, uh, and, but we're, we're Elon gonna... bucks. <laughs> that's, that's, that's <laughs> okay. That's, that's going to be the currency of Mars, isn't it? Yeah. It's economy running on Elon bucks. Elon bucks. You just got, you just got to be plugged into the, actually the, the net, the metaverse right there. And you just got to give up a, a small bit of processing. It allows us to be able to run the neural network and create this whole shared ecosystem. Um, that's where I think we're going. I know it's super deep down the rabbit hole, but I always go like with that, with the neural link, I'm like, I don't want to be the first monkey shot into space, but I, I'd probably be like the hundredth. Like if, if you could click a button and all of a sudden I know Japanese by clicking that button, but, but they know all your fears and thoughts like that. That's, that's it's kind of a massive game changer if that ever becomes possible. For the ability to have on-demand education and learning like that, um, I think it's going to be a massive society would rip. Because <laughs> like, like, there's no education system required anymore. It's spend ten minutes in the machine for the day, well, then go you, to work or something. Your your kid's such a slow learner. Look, little Sally. She she already speaks seventeen languages. She just put on the headset yesterday. Do you really <laughs> want to learn? Do do you really want grandma? Do you really want to learn a book the old way? You're so old. Reading. <laughs> Uh, so sorry, uh, Andy here uh, says, I've always thought of a simple and fairly cheap thing would do would be breath detector. You can tell a lot about the state of fear by the breath and imagine and even having their breath condensed in their, into the helmet and games like narcosis and timing events uh, and timing events you fear. You're right. Um, and uh, John put, I love the idea of the tech, but I don't trust Elon Musk. He isn't getting any percentage of my brain. Come on, come on, John! All the cool kids are doing it. Don't don't you want to support? Dude, just put on put on this white robe and these sneakers and come drink some Kool Aid with us. Come on, bud. <laughs> come play with us. Play with us. It's just, it's so fun. Play with uh, us. <laughs> All work, no play makes John so, a dull boy. <laughs> I know, right? And and and, and uh, John put and you come out with uh, John Spartan with the with new knitting skills. You're right. When you're straight, <laughs> that's a good throwback. Demolition man. I I get so mad. I just got an urge to knit. That's all I want to do. I just want to knit things. What? I've not seen Demolition Man in time. A long time. Old, old school Wesley Snipes before he, when he used to pay his taxes. Yeah. You know, Stallone and Wesley and Bullock. Sandra Bullock as well. I think. Sandra Bullock and uh, and, and uh, yeah, and the other guy who uh, gives zero craps. I can't think of his name. He smokes cigarettes and talks crap all the time about the. Oh God, I can't think of his name. Please, no, somebody I, save I, me on this. I can't. I, I, don't, I can't remember either. Oh man. So, okay. So we're talking about this, and let's talk about breathing device, right? Like being able to measure your breaths, right? Having something, whether it's a strap. Have, have you seen anything like that in terms of breathing devices to be able to tell if you're like scared no, or no? No, I've not heard anything about. I've not seen anything to do with breath, but I've seen mm. things to do with what you said earlier about slight pigment changes in the skin. With a front-facing camera, oh, um, Xbox did that with the Kinect. They had that. Mm -hmm. They could tell. Um, we, they could look like, at the pixels. 
Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I've heard about in like the medical space of VR, uh, some people using it for breath to tell if you're breathing in or breathing out because like, you know, if you can control your breath, you can control your emotions. And so I think there was some sort of like recently FDA approved thing. Um, a guy on my podcast, Vangelis, um, he got like an FDA approved breathing medical device for VR. Um, I'm not too sure um, how it worked or anything. Yeah, but it was like a VR headset and a breath device to where like you could like breathe in it and like it did some sort of measurement. I don't really know it. Uh, he, he, he teaches uh, VR design over at USC. His name's Vangelis. Um, but um, but they did have the name. Him around. Yeah, yeah. He's in the medical VR space a bit. Um, but I haven't I haven't seen anything in gaming for breath control. It would be cool like if you hooked it up to like a like a, a heart rate variability thing or something to tell if you're like panicky or if you're like calm or if you had some sort of like biofeedbackness going on. But it does get <laughs> a little terrible. creepy. It'd be, it'd be crazy. Could you imagine like if you could tell if you're lying or not and your girlfriend makes you go inside VR to have a real conversation with her? Could you imagine that? Turn on your sensors, John. Come on. Come on, Sean. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Steve. No, Steve, turn on your sensors. It's the modern day equivalent you? of having the, the message received option yeah. on your text. Oh, like, I see you've read it. You've read my message. Why have you not replied? It's the, it's the like, VR equivalent. If you love me, you'd show me your messages. You'd show me your history if you, if you truly trusted me. Let me see your phone. Show me your own is... history. Hey, show me what you watching? Why are you getting so excited here? I saw I saw at 2 a.m. you're getting excited. What were you doing at 2 a.m.? You said you were in bed. You said you were in bed. Why? What's that? with the emotional yeah. spiking? Send me what you were seeing in VR. I want to know who were you talking to. Why? What was with this love signal I was seeing? <sighs> you don't even love me anymore. Whatever. That's scary. Hey, the AI, your AI girlfriend that you went on that third date with hits you up and goes, what you been doing? I thought you were going to hang out with me. Come on, buddy. Yeah. Just donate. If you love me, you donate some REM cycles of that brain of yours to, to Elon. You've just <laughs> so, got the 30 years of marriage DLC. On my quest. Where were you? She, I know she's all like pregnant with your like your your like fake baby child, you know, and she's all mood swingy. She's she's. <laughs> oh my god! So wait, so wait. Andy says, Andy says, I suppose even attaching to the pulse detections, most smartwatches could be a good measurement to uh, measure uh, to measure fit. You're right. If you had like your Apple Watch, Something or I guess uh, yeah, your Facebook. Uh, Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah, that Facebook wrist module. You're right. You're right. And I could totally see, I mean, I mean, considering the, the sheer hatred that Facebook has for Apple, um, the, do you want to talk a little, a little bit about the privacy war and the Facebook and Apple and things like that? Is there anything that you want to, any two cents you have on that? Really that in, no, I don't really have a two cents about the Apple and Facebook privacy war. I've got, I've got thoughts on just Facebook privacy, but not, I don't know much about this Apple Facebook thing going on. The only thing I know, and anybody's welcome to chime in on this, is that basically, Apple is releasing new privacy standards that will stop and hinder Facebook's um, advertisement model, which advert which basically Facebook basically hoards a whole bunch of data so that they can give you detected like very specific niche advertisement to their to their people that want to market. Uh, uh, Apple is very privacy friendly. They they support privacy. Facebook wants all your data so that they could advertise that. So and so the challenge is that. Uh, uh, Facebook is super mad at Apple because Apple has these high privacy standards. And then Apple doesn't want Facebook to have all of their customers' data because they want to protect their privacy. It's what they stand on. And so there's this kind of thing going on between them where it's just some like 
some sort of drama. And so like, you know, Facebook doesn't allow, it doesn't allow, there's things around like, there's some things that there's issues with like Mac support and other things like that. And then, you know, this is back and forth. Um, but uh, it's it's really interesting. Let me just read what some of the people said here is, um, Casper put, shouldn't that be possible as a developer? The Quest does support Bluetooth connections and should be able to connect to a smartwatch and check your pulse. Yes, that is totally possible. You can hook up Bluetooth devices and you can do all types of things in terms of development support. It's just like how big of a network do you want to support? Um, you can you can make all types of Bluetooth device support um, with like using Unity and you could probably, and there's probably some sort of like Bluetooth device manager. I know I hooked up like a Wii controller uh, through Unity back in the day for like a VR headset where we were doing like this education hackathon and someone put that on, on a skateboard and you could then surf down the rapids on a skateboard, which was basically a loop controller and you were avoiding so cool. sharks and you hit the sharks and blow up. And it was a education hackathon. And I was like, hey bro, what's with the, where's the education? And he's like, well, sharks are dangerous. <laughs> if you run into them, they'll kill you. So let's learn. That's like, brilliant. Fair enough, I've, done that. I've done a few hackathons and they, get, they grill you off. <laughs> Afterwards, yeah. about whether you've actually met it, like the requirements, what you're trying to achieve. <laughs> just lagging like, oh. it. Sharks are dangerous. People need to know. Yeah, I know, right? You're like, play with it. Give me my excuse. It's my weekend. Let me do what I want. Oh man, but uh, no, it's it's super. But you're right. You could do that type of development. Is there, um, like, uh, Steve? Do you have like people around, do it all like, the time? Yeah. They, they, they're, connect they're connecting mobile phones to the options, so you get mobile phone notifications. Notify VR are doing that. Uh, and I love that app, by the way. So, so good. What what app? Uh, Notify VR. Oh, I haven't, so I haven't, I haven't your, used it too much. Can you so talk about it a little on your bit? Phone. Uh, so there's an yeah. app on your phone called Notify VR. And you sideload Notify VR into the Oculus Quest. So you boot up Notify VR in the Oculus Quest, unknown sources. And so then you've got like a, a client. And then you, um, then the phone will forward. I think the client like subscribes. To, to to do some endpoints on your phone and then it, the phone just publishes all the notifications that pop up and it pops up in your headset and um, it's been incredibly Ooh. good if i've like, ordered food and i want to play vr it pops up saying like your food's here I'm like, okay otherwise you'd miss I it deliveries people trying to phone you it's really helpful wow okay so the notified uh, the notify app you can get you can get from the quest store it sounds like take it drag yeah, it in side, side quest it's on side quest side quest, side quest sorry Sorry, you're right. You're right. Side quest. My apologies. <laughs> I know. I know. I just I, side quest. Everybody, don't hate me. Don't hate me. And so, and that, you're right. Really, the, the the thing about being in VR is it's amazing, and it, and you're lost in that reality. But you know, losing your your keyboard, knocking over your beer, punching your TV, missing your food. I've done that. Are... I've smashed my TV playing VR. Yeah. I was playing Pistol Whip, and I went to oh. Pistol Whip someone, and I hit the TV, and I smashed it. <laughs> oh man, I was so painful. I've I've pistol whipped people in VR before uh, uh, by accident as well. It's uh, you're like you're like you always feel bad. You're like like you have to like you have to always like I always feel like like because like I've 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 built games and I've devil games and I put game he headsets on people where I have multiple people inside of space because you have like outside tracking and I just be in like the matrix because people's hands would come across and you have to like you just have to like you know just like matrixy dodge all the the the, the movements coming at you. So those are some of the things that I love when people are building these applications that that fix these things like the notifications and the intrusion detections and all these types of things which are great um i'm gonna read some more things uh andy put hey i have a huawei watch great so every company and nation hates me okay great congratulations on getting that huawei watch deal i don't know if they're taking all the data but you know whatever what are you gonna do and i have a i haven't 
data mined found partners in the Quest V27 showing future phone notifications ah, code. Yes. Uh, could you speak a little bit about yes. that? Yeah, yeah. So, so Andy's that we spoke about this um, earlier on about some new features that were coming to the Oculus Quest. Um, so, yeah, as you said, I was talking about Basti Five Six Four um, had been looking through the source code of the firmware and found some strings related to some instructional content regarding phone notifications. So, hopefully, yeah, you're right. Hopefully, Oculus are going to implement that natively. Um, but currently, that's not there as an app you can sideload to do it instead. It's what I love about what I love about this whole like sideload community. It's like, come on, Oculus, get with the program. Like, figure out your stuff. This, this is yeah. what we want. We want this open Dude. community. We want this data. We want the yeah. feeds. We want these apps. Enjoy What's it while up? you can because they are working. Because <laughs> this is only possible because the headset's running on an yeah. Android operating system, and that won't be the case forever. They're working yeah. on their own. Um, so <gasps> yeah, enjoy it while you can. No, don't get rid of my. I, I like the wild, wild west of VR. It's super I love fun. It. I love it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Apparently, Dude, John got. Apparently, John got punched a in the version face. Of it. Um, John got punched what, in, in the face while oh, playing Creed. someone playing someone... Creed. Yeah, really trying not to cry. <laughs> way, way to make that an extra reality. Uh, that's that's super awesome. Dude, I actually saw yeah, I was oh, at um, so CES, real. which is the... Dude, I was at CES. So CES, someone had this VR headset, and then they had a moving punching bag that would come at you back and forth like this. And so you could like dodge and dive it and then you'd go to hit it. And so you could literally hit this punching bag and the thing would like, it would move around as a swivel. And then in an VR, there's a character that you'd like, you'd have to go past. So like, I mean, I can't wait for that. Unfortunately, I don't think, I don't think Oculus is going to have that at like 299 or anything. And that's where I think <laughs> like warehouse VR and all that stuff is still going to be there for that type of yeah. effect. But, or you can just, or you can push John in the face. You can always do that. I'm sure that's always an upgraded experience. And so, <laughs> It's super real. Sorry, John. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. Right. <laughs> be haptics to have gloves that you can wear, so you can feel haptic feedback oh. when you land punches. That does exist. That is cool. Um, yeah, but I'm sure it's not to the equivalent of actually feeling like the force going up your shoulder when you're actually throwing a punch. Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw one that had like little like pieces of like rubber band or something connected here to like it like you can like get yes! out, like, a yeah, out right. We're streaming this recently. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it was a uh, some like. Yeah, on the arm, like, resistance when he was throwing. I wanted to like some. Yeah. Like, I, I, I love, like, I love it this so much. I think it's such a good thing, especially for gamers. It's great because I don't man. have the motivation so to go to the gym. Have no. but when I'm playing a video game and I'm exercising, I, you know, I want to play games. So, so it works out. It's the motivation to keep trying a bit harder and actually it, get moving. It, yeah, and then the hard thing is trying to find those balances. Like Beat Saber was unintentional, the best exercise game of all times. You know, it was just like it came out so strong. Um, and then, like, I, but I do see there are new games coming out. I think you released one. I thought you, I saw you talking about one. There was actually like a, it was like yes. a fitness gym game Masters. that was Gym Masters that was more kind of like it's not like kind of like a story driven uh, fitness exercise game that yeah. kind of had like Pokemon style fight gym masters <laughs> and stuff like that. Do you want do you want to talk a little yeah. bit about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, they've got a Kickstarter at the moment that, that I've backed. I think they're trying to reach, it's only like £8,000 they're trying to reach. So I, hope, I haven't checked over the last couple of days. Hopefully they're going to reach it. So yeah, so as you said, it's a bond, It's basically a yeah story-driven fitness game. And the so you'll have mini-games, essentially, that are going to cause you to do things like squatting, punching, running, uh, so, 
basically yeah exercise yeah. calisthenic kind of exercises um and then interweave storyline with it but the thing that i liked most about it, of course the storyline's great um it's a nice different take but you also have the ability to create your own custom gym as part of the game so all of the mini games that you liked and enjoyed that you thought were good workouts you can create your own home gym with and i really like that idea oh, and it's nice and variety i'm sick of playing beat saber like, yeah. i play it so much or it takes yeah. i'm just punching stuff so I, i'm excited for something new and different that will allow me to have some variety it, i am i'm excited if you have any connection to the developers, uh, one thing that I've seen that I, I'm waiting for someone to do in VR that they haven't done yet, that I've seen successfully somewhere else, and so if they, if the universe can get this connection over to them, is there is a thing called the ring, uh, uh, the ring for um, the Wii Fit, and switch. The, yeah, the switch, the switch. Yeah, I love that. So, that that ring thing was a fitness device. That all it was is a circle, a, 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 a flexible circle that you put the, the 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 controllers in, and you could actually run and you could do a whole bunch of amazing. And it was a story. It was one yeah. of the best workout fitness it, yeah, things. Yeah, it, it's like an RPG fitness game. Wasn't yes, it? it's so good. Yeah, and in order to do it's a tap, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> run up and down like this and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right, and that was great. Yeah. It was great. So I'm waiting for someone to do it. So if these if these gym masters could integrate something like that, that would be so clutch. Um, uh, John said, "Done that, adding a yeah. peripheral. That's a good idea." Yeah, yeah great. Um, how much pain is too much? How real do you want haptic feedback to feel? I'd personally be okay with a gunshot feeling like a gunshot. <laughs> that makes it interesting. Um, it depends what you're playing, right? You don't want a gunshot to feel like a gunshot if you're playing like so Sniper Dash and you're getting popped all the time. Let me. Let me tell you about one of the most twisted things I've ever made. I'll tell you about this. It's not. It's not. It's not live. I have. I'll have a video. I'll show it to you. So I run a lot. Of, I've done a lot. A lot of hackathons. And I've done a lot of horror hackathons. And one time, this crazy British bastard, a friend of mine uh, named Dave, he comes up to things. He goes, Dave. That this terrible menace named Dave. If you're listening. You know who I'm talking about, Dave. He goes. He goes. I want to make a VR electric chair, and so. <laughs> We made we made a virtual reality electric chair for this hackathon, and by the way, one of the worst things to ever to develop because it, you're like hooking up these electric sensors, and like in like two in the morning, someone's like, "Hey, bzz, you're like, ah, stop it!" And so it was terrible to develop well. on. We made this full chair. You put on the VR headset, and inside the VR headset, um, there was a there was basically a closed caption TV talking about, "Hey, someone's gonna get executed," and then you and then. In real life, we'd strap you down in this chair. We'd have you sign a death waiver, and in the VR, there was a night. There was a red light uh, that was off, and there was a guy with a handle right there. And when that red light would turn on, you'd hear the electric chair power up. We had a we had a transducer underneath the chair, so you could feel the vibration roll. And we had a haptic a chest, so it'd simulate the heartbeat, and it would go faster and faster and faster. And so you thought it was your own heartbeat going on. And then what would happen is in real life, we had a real light that would turn on. And when the real light turned on in real life, you'd have a knife switch. So the next person in line, we called it the line of the DMV um, because it was a line of hate. And the next person in line, because it was their turn, when they were ready, they would flip the switch and two things would happen when they flip the checks. They would literally get electrocuted and then a photo would get taken of them and then share it online. And so we had a whole bunch of photos at the hackathon with people going, Meh. and so we call it a scare share. Um, that it never is class. So that is fantastic. We That's never shared it. 
we never shared it. We never made it. We never made it publicly available. Is that one of the hackathons? And we showed a kid at the conference. You did. We, we had, a lot of people asked. They wanted it, and we're like, you know, uh, it was really, really a dangerous originally. We made it less dangerous over time, and then we decided to get rid of it because we were completing the circuit from one arm to the other arm. So the electric volt would come through the heart in order to complete the circuit at first, and so we had to rebuild it so that it only independently shocked the hands. Um, so, oh yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Someone could have gone into cardiac arrest. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. Yeah. I put my I put my mentor through it, and he had a pacemaker, and he was like, he was okay, and I was like, uh, clear. He's you know. like, I've got all this energy all of a sudden. I know. Looks like we're gonna need another Timmy. Yeah, no. Um. So, uh, but anyway, so that was uh, that in terms of like, uh, John, to answer your question, if you're if you're up for it, sir, uh, an old electric shock. Um, we can we can we can we can help crave any of those curving uh, those those habits or those cravings. You know, uh, you know, like anytime you want, like a. A snack or something we can electrocute you i don't know but anyways <laughs> so um what about you what about you steve what's uh we're gonna be we're gonna be coming towards the end of the, in the podcast here because you've been i said an uh, hour went a little bit over um but i'm just having a ball yeah, yes, um, my phone is on fire That's yeah i know it's gonna be funny i'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's not your fault. we went we went super deep um but like what about you we'll, we'll sort of wrap this up um what's too much real for you what about you? What about real is too real for you? And haptic sensors and sensor inputs. What about you? Is it's just push the button. What? 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 What about you? What? When is when is virtual reality going to be too much for you with the sensors with everything? Don't think. Uh, I don't think there is such a thing. I'm ready for it to be like I right now. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Actually, no, tell a lie. <laughs> I want I want a child version, real life, without the uh, <laughs> without the pain, without like so, so you can customize the pain at least there's some sort of settings because then mm -hmm. I'll be able to experience all things in life, like shot. Not that I want to, but if if the opportunity yeah. was there in a game and I could you know not actually happen, I'd probably go for it. Yeah. Um, I like the thought of that. That's it. Pain, pain. Everything else I'm pain. completely game oh, for. Yeah, yeah. Let, put me I in. You get that pleasure button again. I like like look holes in the brain, put the well wires, and just hit the the monkey hitting the pleasure button. You know, over and over again. You know, there's a. The, by the way, uh, John's with you. He says, "Give just push the button." He's he's ready. He's ready to get down with this action. Well, okay, we can do that little throttle of pain. So any, anybody out there that wants to build a, a pain device, I know like there's a Pavlov shock device that you can hook up. Um, they have a. a, a <laughs> it's called Pav Pavlock. I think it's the name of it, and it was a it's a shock device. It's Bluetooth. You can you can totally take a look out. at that. So uh, yeah, in case you like you know smoke cigarettes when you're not supposed to or do whatever, I know that's out there. You can hook that thing up. I don't know what oh, else is going. I thought you were sensors. talking about an add-on for the game Pavlov. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a Pavlov. It's a, it's, a, it's a it's a habit device that basically shocks you. And it was only things that we were looking at possibly bringing into the VR electric chair. But someone else can take that ball and and run with that and go shock the crap out of their friends and go make I've their own devices this on Shark Tank. Yeah, it's a thing, man. It's it's out there. Um, so that's a so okay. So you're 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 ready for the matrix. I'm here with you, dude. We're uh, I think all of us here, including John and Andy and everybody. What we I think we'd all jump inside with you and just say, okay, just put that feeding tube in. Give me that. Give me that pill. Let's let's do this. Um, with that being said, my uh, last question for you is. You know, is there anything else you'd like to let people know? Do you want to let people know about your YouTube page, how they get a hold of you, about more that you do? Um, you, you make okay. a, a bunch of great content. So is there any last things you'd like to you. say before you tell people how to get a hold of you? Okay. Uh, Steve knows on YouTube. 
search me there. Steve knows VR on Twitter. DMs are always open. Discord's always open. Um, I'm, I, I like to reply to and uh, and be direct with the community. That's for sure. Feel free to add me on Oculus. And um, kind of it. It's been an absolute okay. pleasure, though. Thank you. Yeah, I've had a good giggle. Yeah, it's fun, man. It's super fun, man. We're at, yeah, you know, again, it's like I miss the the whole COVID, like the whole COVID thing. One thing is terrible is you don't come across VR friends at conferences, so you can't get all geeky with them. So it's nice to like sit there and and like just talk about this. Where like I think a, lo a lot of people that are in the space would probably roll their eyes and fall asleep. This has been super fun because oh, it's like we know it, that as techies, right? We're, yeah, we're yeah, in, our yeah, jobs are in development. People yeah, just. You don't know, <laughs> man. It's so fun. It's so fun. No, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Um, this has been wonderful. And uh, and thank you all for your questions and engaging everybody. John, Andy, all you people for being awesome. We're going to leave this posted in the group for a while. Check out Steve Knows channel. It's inside the link inside the group as well. So you can check that out. A bunch of amazing content. And then if you have any additional questions, put them in the comments. We'll try to answer them later. And I'm sure we'll have at some point, Steve, come back on um, in a little at some point and we'll do another round of this and uh, and then and talk about any of the latest and greatest if uh, if Steve's open to it so um, <laughs> yeah. thank you all very very much have a beautiful yeah. and blessed day and uh, we'll see you in that virtual yep. landscape all right bye everybody thank you for listening to the heroes of reality podcast check out heroesofreality.com for more episodes while you're there you can also take the heroes quiz to find out what kind of hero you are or if you have a great story and want to be on the podcast, tell us why your hero's journey will inspire others. Thank you for listening. See you on the other side.